Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Put a little Nirvana on. Get me in my feelings, Landfill. This is B. Mitch and Finley. Time to go through some power rankings. And it's interesting. If you've kept up with us all year, we go with NFL.com for our power rankings. The theory being that they're kind of the least hot takey. Well, here's a hot take, Brian. Mm-hmm. NFL.com just didn't put out power rankings for, for Week 18. Yeah, they, the I hell's that they, about, Landfill? They're like, look, we're moving on to the playoffs. Did you know that Landfill? Gibson's on the IR, man? Patterson is on the yeah. IR. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, I mean, a little bit of uh, news just came out. The team has announced Antonio Gibson goes to the injured reserve list. That creates time for – creates roster space, really. Jarrett Patterson goes from the practice squad to the active roster. Reggie Bonifon gets signed to the practice squad. He's He was here in the preseason. Um, I'm glad Patterson's going to get a game check here, or a larger game check anyway. Um, you know, I don't know that Gibson would be going on the IR if this was a win-and-in game against the Cowboys, but um, – you might laugh at this, B. As Chris Kerwin just said, what do you know? It's the Week 18 flu. Yeah. A lot of people get that. Um, yeah. I, now, Gibson is beat up. I, I think Gibson and Robinson are beat up, frankly. Gibson, we can tell. Um, he been, he's been messed up for a while now. I saw a couple of hits, and then it's a mysterious thing. He gets hit. He he leaves out the game, and then they say, oh, no, we just wanted to get uh, what's called, uh, what's kid, uh, another kid. Give him some uh, work. No, he was hurt. Then he goes. Then he doesn't practice the next week. You know, it's like we have to get to the point where we have to just let's stop thinking we can we can manipulate media people and, and fans and say, oh, he's not hurt. Then why if he's not hurt, why the hell is he not practicing? That happens several times with Gibson. True. Um, I just got this tweet. From Biker of the Apocalypse, he says, honest question, what good does signing someone to the practice squad do at this late juncture? And I'm going to answer that for you, Biker of the Apocalypse. Well, at the very base level, you get a practice squad check for a week. So that's one thing. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's also important to point out that as much as this team's not headed anywhere, they have... Let's just use round numbers, B. They got 20 front office people and 20 coaches that odds are will remain in the NFL, even if they're not here. Mm-hmm. Let's say that they – That person's name is going to be on their mind. 
And and this kid, for the instance here, is Bonifon, right? Bonifon gets a full week of practice in front of them. Or, hell, maybe he only gets two days of practice. But let's say, you know, the assistant special teams coach ends up coaching special teams for the Tennessee Titans three years from now. And late in the year, he needs a gunner. And he remembers how hard this kid Bonifon worked in a week 18 no postseason on the line. Like, that stuff matters. Making impressions to coaches matters. Um, getting good work on tape. Because they're not just taping the games. They're taping practice, too. And that stuff gets sent around. Mm-hmm. And then, even more than that, because of the expanded rosters and practice squads and the m- way, way more relaxed rules about bringing players up from practice squads, we don't know for sure that Bonifant might not even... He might be able to play on Sunday. Like, they haven't done anything with Brian Robinson. Let's say we get to Sunday's game, B-Rob can't go, and he's inactive, and they have to pull somebody up from the practice squad. And so, he gets a real check. But I think anybody yeah. – just take it, put yourself into that for the person that asked you the question. Okay, you're trying to get in, involved in a certain level, certain business. Okay? You got two companies out there. One of them offer you a job. You haven't gotten – nobody call you, but that one said, you know what, we got a week – you can come work. You're not going to take the job? That's what the benefit is. It gets you in front of people that can have, give you an opportunity to have a future. Totally. And and you want more opportunity than less. Like, it's not that complicated. Um, even if it's quick, you know, it's uh, you're happy for players to get it. I, I will not be surprised at all if there is more – more roster machinations More coming over the le- next kind of 48 hours. Yeah, for sure. Um, now, let's uh, – so Landfill, in his infinite wisdom, because NFL.com let us down, we've been their you know their biggest advocate, arguably, by go- using their power ranks all year, yeah, and they decided supports. no power rankings. Yeah, what the heck? No power rankings for Week 18. So Landfill found what I think is pretty cool um, – is ESPN put together a list of 1 to 32 based on the entire season. The last ESPN power rankings before the playoffs start, I guess. Because I, I suppose in some fashion this this week it really is the playoffs. So B, who would you say today is the best team in football? 49 Can't be Philly, man. Philly's taking on water. 49ers. I, I, I'm not going to – I'm going to say we keep saying Philly taking on water. That's because they just don't have that certain quarterback in there. He comes back, that's different. But I would go with the 49ers right now. I, I agree with you on, on what you're saying about Hurts, but, like, he's got a sprained shoulder. Like, it's not like – you know what I mean? It, I don't know. we got to see him come back and be the same before we know well, he's I'm just saying, same. after he sprained the shoulder, he threw uh, some hella passes with the shoulder sprain. Now he's been out for two to three weeks. I think he's a different quarterback. He'll be – a different maker for that team because I watch Minshew. Minshew does not run the football. And also lost a tackle too. Keep they, were, that in mind. they were able to handle him because he sat right there for him for the most part. All right. ESPN ranks the Chiefs at the top of the heap. They have the Chiefs number one. Uh, the Chiefs are 13-3. and three. The Chiefs in the ESPN power rankings this year never fell below number four. I feel like that tells you a lot. Oh, they're good. I mean, yeah. and – and their defense has gotten a little better, but they're not anywhere close to some of these other teams. 
But their offense puts so much pressure on another team to where their defense are normally facing people throwing the football. And they can they can you know they can adjust to that. Remember all the talk about the AFC West being the best division ever in the history of football? Mm-hmm. And now we're at the end of the year, and the Broncos fired their coach, and the Raiders benched their quarterback. Hmm. So, so much for all that. Um, I do find this interesting, though. The Chiefs won their seventh straight AFC West title. Seven straight is crazy. Um, they went 5-0 and in the division. And now, they've got one game left against the Raiders this weekend. But they won all five of their AFC West games by six or fewer points. Hmm. That's that is playing it tight, man. Yep. Um, the and Chiefs people, have they, played. They five. know them a lot better. Everybody they play, oh, yeah. know them better. Well, dude, division games to me always end up being a lot tighter than you expect, or often end up a lot tighter than you expect. Anyway, um, the Chiefs have played five games against opponents that have four or fewer wins. They lost one and won three by six or fewer. I mean, the one off the top of my head was the Texans that went to overtime. I mean, they played some bad teams and, and, and didn't look potent. But here's the difference. The Chiefs are still to be feared in the postseason as Mahomes has passed for more than 5,000 yards and is having an MVP-type year. Mm. No argument. Yep. Uh, number two on their list, they go to the Bills. Um, this one's a little interesting because – that Bills-Bengals thing is still just looming out there, and we're not sure what they're going to do. But the Bills are scheduled to play the Pats at 1 o'clock on Sunday. Um, the Bills are obviously loaded. I, Without Von Miller, I got some defensive questions. I think Josh Allen might turn it over a little too much. But, Bryant, who knows how they're going to respond to this DeMar Hamlin thing. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that team is close. And I think uh, it, it will be on their minds. But I also think that they have a coach that's leading them who's a solid dude. And he's a tough, tough ass. So they're going to go out there with a mindset, we're doing this for DeMar. So I would say New England, don't piss them off too much. They're already pissed off. They may destroy them. Well, I, I mean, I, I think things like this, can often have a galvanizing effect, mm-hmm. especially as the news starting to emerge that it looks like Hamlin is improving. You know, he's fully neurologically intact. Um, was one of the reports. He's out of. He's he's awake. He's sounds like he's alert. I, I think maybe this is a, a wishful thinking, B. But like, if you if the Bills are hosting a late January football game in Buffalo and say Hamlin's able to be at that game or, or, or walk out on the field or, or even just post a video message from wherever he may be recovering, man, that is a, a football team that you have to think would be incredibly, incredibly That atmosphere would be sick. It'd be, it would be <laughs> wild. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, Number three on this list is who you said would have been number one. That is the San Francisco 49ers. Let me ask you a question. This is Sure. If Purdy wasn't quarterbacking and Garoppolo was, would they be number one? You know, I mean, they did just have the tight game against the Raiders. Um, but, yeah. I, they sure. won it. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, I just think that we, we – we, our and I'm sure they think this too. You look at Pat, you look at Josh. Oh no, we can't say this. 
that kid has kept them afloat. Oh, yeah. And where they were when he took over, they are above that. They were seventh last week. They're three this week. Here's what I think is crazy. So the Niners are three on this list. What do you think the lowest San Fran was this year? Because remember, they were kind of like well, on Trey this Lance. List, I saw it. I just saw that. So. Okay. I mean, that says a lot that at one point they were kind of middle of the pack. They were 14th. Since they traded for Christian McCaffrey, they are 9-1, hmm. riding a nine-game win streak. And, and I think perhaps the most telling thing is that every team that plays San Fran loses the next week. Yeah. And if you want to be dismissive of that and just say that it's coincidence and fluky, fine. But that is a physical football team. It, it, a coincidence is like three or four times, not the whole damn season. Right. It's you know not like I mean? 14, I think. Huh? It's at least 13, if not 14. It was 14 when we went into our game against them. That made it 15. When, right. When, right. I think when the Commanders lost it to made it the 15. Browns, that made it 15 or 14. Okay. 15, yeah. yeah. That's the last so lot. So now man. we'll see what the Raiders do this week. <laughs> All right. So the next two on here, would you put the Cowboys ahead of the Eagles right now? No. Because – ESPN did. Well, the ESPN forgets that Dak, Dak will turn the ball over more than anybody else out there. It is it, Dak is not having the best season, but the Cowboys just had an impressive comeback win against the Eagles where I think Dak threw an early interception and they, they were able to fight their way back. Um, I, I do like this stat, though. <coughs> Excuse me. The Cowboys have three wins against teams with at least 11 wins, and although they might not repeat as NFC East champs, they have 12 wins in back-to-back seasons for the first time since 94-95. What's going to matter for Dallas is what they do in the playoffs, but three wins against teams with at least 11 wins. I think they went up to Minnesota and kicked the snot out of the Vikings. I think they, they, (laughs) they just beat the Eagles. Now, the Eagles didn't have Hurts, which is a huge factor. Who was their other win against the top team? Does anybody remember offhand? Mm-mm. Did they beat the Niners? Or did they beat somebody from the AFC? I'm pulling it up now. Um, they beat the Bengals in week two. Maybe that's what it is. Uh, because that, they didn't yeah, have them wins in week two. Right, right, right. I mean, right. so I mean, those a lot of these stats are just ridiculous. If the big, um, if they played the Bengals today, I don't think they beat them. So Dallas at four, Philly at five. Um, some interesting stuff here. The this Eagles group has rewritten the franchise record books in many areas, including touchdowns with fifty eight and sacks with sixty seven in a single season. Devontae Smith is now tied for the most receptions with 88 by a receiver in single-season franchise history, joining Irvin Fryer in 1996, while A.J. Brown is just eight yards shy of Mike Quick's single-season team record for receiving yards. Um, Quick had 1,409 receiving yards in 1983. B, you were on some really good Eagles teams. They're rewriting record books on a franchise that has some really good records. Yeah. I mean, that that team has shown how good they are, and I think it's going to be – if they're going to do anything special, Jalen has to be healthy. Uh, and I think that's why they hadn't played him. Um, I don't 
We don't know if he's going to play or not this week. They say that that's still up in the air. But I think if he comes back healthy, that settles them right there. And their defense, their defense got to play better too. But, you know, you look at their offense. Their offense turned the ball over in these last two weeks a lot more than they normally do. True. And, and dude, Hurts, now maybe he was dealing with the injury, but he had a, a way more. Um, I think he had three picks his last game before he got hurt. Um, so if you look at Philly through one, two, three, seven, ten, through the first 14 games of the year, mm-hmm. they had 10 turnovers as a team. 10 turnovers in 14 games. In the last three weeks, they have eight turnovers. Mm. Something I just yeah, Hurts had and, two interceptions in that last game, and then but still, he had 315 yards passing with 61 yards rushing. I think with three touchdowns rushing, I think that right there is the difference between him and Gardner Minshew being out there. He's talk, dude. He he, you the, get Hurts out there. It's a different defense team. can't play them the same when he's at the helm. You get Hurts out there. It's a different team entirely. I I am a big believer in timing in the NFL and being hot. Late in the year rather than early in the year. The, the Eagles with Hertz and with Lane Johnson are an absolute freight train. But what is Hertz going to look like? What is Johnson going to look like? Uh, Josh Sweat, I, I believe, they, is expected to be okay, but he was removed from the field via stretcher, I think, um, in the last game. So, you know, that I think uh, their safety, CJ Gardner Johnson, dealt with some injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, and and let's be real, we're not going to know what that Philly team really is for another two weeks. Because whoever comes out to play the Giants this weekend, they have a lot to play for. But if guys can't go, they're going to go in the playoffs. And, and that'll be a, a much better t- test. Um, sixth in these power rankings, Cincinnati Bengals. I might have them higher. I, I think the Bengals are, are super hot going into the playoffs. They host the Ravens on Sunday. Now, obviously, as much as we think about the Bills with this DeMar Hamlin situation, the Bengals, it was it was at the Bengals' field. The Bengals' players were on the field, too. Mm-hmm. So you, you got to wonder what, if any effect, that has. I, I don't know what it will be, but it's, uh, it, it's certainly something to keep in mind. Here's what I'm thinking, B. I, I want to talk some Sam Howell. But let's let's figure out where the commanders land one to thirty two when we return. How does that sound? Let's do it. Have you I haven't looked yet. Have you looked? I haven't looked. All right, let's each guess and then we'll figure it out when we come back. I think they're gonna be fifteen, sixteen, somewhere right in the damn middle. I'm gonna think they're gonna be twenty. Wow, 20. All right, we'll find out where the commanders rank when we return. Before we go, though, got to tell you about my boys over at Cloakroom, nominated multiple times for the best overall gentlemen's club in the country, and it just got better. Located on K Street Northwest, Cloakroom is the first gentlemen's club in the United States to have their own sportsbook. That's right. You can place your bets at traditional betting windows or kiosks while you're hanging out enjoying the entertainment. If you're not into that, you can ride the elevator all the way up to the fourth floor with me to the beautiful year-round climate-controlled sportsbook and lounge called Over Under. It has a state-of-the-art retractable roof and TV showing 
all the games. You can enjoy hard to find liquor. They got a great bourbon selection. They got Bloody Mary and mimosa specials every weekend morning. Over under is my spot. You should check it out or just go to cloakroomdc.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.